Hello, everyone. Welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jacket-themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we got my guy, Hefty Duck, my guy, Owen, my guy, William, and my guy, Wyan. Welcome yeah. to the show, everyone. What up? Yeah, yeah. Bonjour, bonjour, Lady Strands and Bjorkman. <laughs> I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Damn right. Uh, I had a pretty nice Christmas myself. Hope everyone got to eat a bunch of junk food and everything else. Um, it's been such a busy freaking week, dude. Uh, these last uh, two days, I've literally done next to nothing. Uh, just waiting for hockey to come back, <laughs> which we'll have yeah, here in about an hour. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the um, you know how they've done against New Jersey here soon, but um, right off the rip. I want to say a big old uh, welcome back. They want and only Bobby Mack. Um, Bob, uh, Bob McElligot was sick for the um, the last game. Uh, he's the radio broadcaster, for those of you who might not know. So welcome back to him. He's going to be healthy for tonight. He's going to be on there. Dylan Tyre filled in and did a great job in his place. Um, but glad to hear that he's doing all right. Um, also, Damon Se- uh, Severson, he's also uh, healthy and ready to go. He'll be back, ready to go. Was he already back the last game? Am I just slow? Okay, yeah. So I feel like we maybe forgot to mention that last week, which is why I wanted to mention it this week. So welcome back, Severson. Um, yeah, so then realistically, let's jump into the first uh, topic we have for tonight. That is the one and only Gavin Brindley in the IHF World Juniors Tournament. Those of you who don't know Gavin Brindley, I don't know how you'd watch the show and not know. Um, uh, Gavin Brindley is a uh, uh, Blue Jackets prospect who currently plays for the uh, University of Michigan. And uh, as many Blue Jackets players have already. And he was uh, he's on Team USA for the IIHF World Junior Tournament. It's an under-20 tournament taking place over in Taparas, Finland right now. Yeah. Um, not well, like, not like right now, right now, because they're like six hours uh, ahead of us. So their games are kind of earlier in the morning. They've been playing them on NHL Network here, so it's been nice having something to watch during the day. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's show these. Um, let me grab these. Uh, yes, this is how I'll set it up this way because uh, uh, Gavin Brindley, Blue Jackets prospect who plays hockey in Michigan, he's for playing for Team USA and. The World Junior started yesterday, and Team USA got off to a good start, winning 4-1, and Gavin Brindley had two goals in that 4-1 win, and he just scored some absolutely awesome, beautiful goals. So that's what Hefty Duck is going to pull up here on the screen is two videos of his awesome goals, which was just absolutely awesome. And also, I agree with you there, Alex. I mean, uh Hefty Duck, if you watch this show and you, you don't know who Gavin Brindley is, what are you doing? You need to pay attention. Like, come on now. We talk are about you the, on mute. <laughs> like we talk about the dude Gavin Brindley like just about every week on the show. So if you watch the show on a consistent basis, you should know who Gavin Brindley is by now. So, anyways, this is the first goal that Gavin Brindley scored, and it was a great goal, a great shot. All right, here we go. Uh, let me check the volume on this. All right. So, oof, easy. All right, so you see it comes out from the lane in the middle. Uh, comes right to 
Um, Brindley on the left wing there. Uh, I'm not sure. Is he playing left wing? Is that his like usual position? He he's a little. He, he can do both center and wing. Okay. Um, but let's watch it again here a couple times. Well, it's actually the the. It's still going on. Bang! So it looks like a kind of a rebound off yep. of uh, the goalie was gathered by Team USA. Pass it out perfectly, and boom! Right over the nice. stick uh, of a Nora player. That because that's a great play by uh, the guy who passes it to Brindley because everyone in that spot is thinking that he's that close to the goal and he's going to shoot it, but then he quickly passes it over and by the time the goal gets over, he's got no shot. So great play by him and great goal by Gavin Brindley. Goose, uh, welcome, yeah, welcome, Goose, to the chat. Nice having you. He says Michigan stud Brindley. <laughs> no, absolutely. he's right. No, absolutely, nice. he's, he's right. Huge. Um, okay, so this is playing through the second time again. We'll watch it just a little bit more here. Yeah, one um, more we'll do a second clip here. Um, I mean, that was a great first, uh, like one timer by the first guy from the U team USA. I wasn't quite, I didn't quite catch that guy's name. No. Um, but uh, great one timer. Uh, good to get the shot off just because in that case, it can just happen. You know, you can get the rebound. Um, it's obvious. Maybe not obviously, but um, it's one of the things that has been really rough on the Jackets this year has been the rebounds. Um, the goalkeeper saves the first one, and then it shit just crashes around. And, and you know, CBJ equals seasonal depression says, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, CBJ equals seasonal depression? Nice to, nice to have you in chat tonight. I appreciate you. Um, we were just talking about some Blue Jackets stuff, uh, as always. Uh, we just yeah. happened to be talking about it before a game tonight. All right, when this is done uh, over with this time, I'm going to move on to the next clip. Um, but solid solid from Brindley. So that was not his only uh, his only goal that night. Nope. Let me bring this one up real quick, too. This one, to set this one up, is an awesome, absolutely another absolutely beautiful goal by Gavin Brindley. And this is where he absolutely works for this goal. He, he earns it. There's a puck battle along the boards, and Team USA wins it. Gavin Brindley gets the puck, kind of takes it away from someone. Good puck battle. He wins it, and then he quickly just shoots it. It's a great shot, so credit to Gavin Brindley. All right, here is the clip. Ooh, just yeah, right over. I remember that. Uh, yeah. What aim? So Brindley is wearing number four. Uh, currently for Team USA, which we know for the Blue Jackets, that is uh, Cole Cylinder's number. Um, I'm curious uh, why he chose that. I'd love to know. Maybe we'll have to try to ask him someday. But he, yeah, he wins the... It, him and his teammate play that great. They get the puck back off the boards, and immediately he just has open ice because Norway has committed too hard towards the battle. The right here is sick. <laughs> Where did that actually go through? Hold on. Nick. It like went above his shoulder, I think. I, th I thought it looked like it went above stick side. But it happened so fast, and he was far enough to the right. It just rung in, too, that it hit the top bar. I love hearing the, the noise of the pipe when it, act and when it actually goes in. <laughs> Sometimes it deflects. So here we go. When's the puck battle? Him and 91 down there. 91 gets it back to him. Boom, shoots. Yeah, it's right over stick, uh, stick side shoulder. Blocker I'm side. 
where Mama hides the cookies. I mean, yeah. wow. What a wow. All right, one more time. Wow. Eric one more time. Cool. Um, one more time. Uh, CBJ seasonal impression says Gavin Brindley will be great once he makes it up to Columbus. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully, at the end of this year, you know, like how they did with uh, Blankenberg um, and um, Johnson last year, uh, or the year before, uh, two years ago. Has it been that long? Oh my God, it's been that long. Um, so uh, time goes by when you're moping uh, about your team. So. Uh, <laughs> They got in a couple games at the end of the the Blue Jackets season once their like college stuff was done, uh, and uh, so hopefully we'll see Brindley in a similar situation here too. But that was some nice shots by him. Um, some other notable people in the IIHF tournament for the Blue Jackets are uh, Det Matejchuk for uh, Team Canada, as well as Jordan Dumais, Team Canada. Um, Canada won, uh, beat Latvia today 10 to 0, unfortunately, for Latvia. Also, I have to mention, um, there's another player, um, uh, Oy- Oyva Keskinen. Yeah, he plays for Finland, Blue Jackets. Finland. Uh, Finland got beat, I think, by Germany today for the first time ever. Yeah, it was like 0 and 25, which is insane. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm 24. I turned 25 in January, but still. <laughs> uh, These kids are getting better and better each year. Yes, very true. It's They're very looking true. more and more like, uh, like, like the next level players already when they're that young. So good to see. Um, yeah, we got because last year we got to see Fantilli uh, and we got to see Bedard uh, play for Team Canada. Um, both did amazing. Right. Yeah, at that time, we did not know we were going to get Fantilli, but I thought that you know he showed up really good. And I think Matejchuk was also in there last year too. Matejchuk, um, Yurichek, Sposal, Wasabi, yeah. all good, all good. Yeah. So you're looking forward to it. looking forward to seeing him on the big ice here in the NHL soon. And of course, one year later, now the Blue Jackets have Fantilli, and they probably. Gavin Brindley, in a sense, because of Fantilli, because they were up there, up at Michigan, watching the games and scouting them a lot. And then you probably pick up and like, ooh, who's this Gavin Brindley dude? He looks pretty good. Hopefully we can pick him in the draft. And sure enough, they got both. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess another news. Uh, oh, yeah. So look, uh, let me check out the schedule real quick for tomorrow for these guys, too. Uh, so December 28th, USA is going to be playing at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So that's my time. It's 11 a.m. my time. Um, they're going to be playing against Switzerland. Uh, Finland with Oika Keskinen is going to be playing Latvia at uh, 8.30 a.m. my time, I think. 8.30 a.m.? Yeah, that's rough. Uh, that's the way she goes. Uh, that's actually going to be on the 29th. So the only two games tomorrow are going to be Germany versus Sweden, and then Latvia versus Finland is going to be 29th. Um, so we're not going to see Team Canada play until the 29th as well. Uh, it's going to be Canada versus Sweden. That's going to be probably one of the top games in this tournament besides, of course, Canada versus U.S. Um, 
I think is this one of the first times that all three of Scandinavian countries have been in it together? Norway, Sweden, and Finland. I don't, Norway was not in it last year. No, I um, I would not know because I really don't pay attention to that stuff unless the Blue Jackets have a prospect in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, ever since they, um, ever since Russia has not been a part of this tournament, um, so like for like two years now, it's um, they've found you know other countries have have filled in spots for that. Uh, it's unfortunate that the uh, younger guys have to, uh, you know, it's not their fault what's going on or why they're not in it. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So, um, uh, though, if if Russia could play it in the World Juniors, there uh, the Blue Jackets would have some guys playing for Russia because they Ivanov. do Ivanov. They're good goalie prospect. Uh, Dolchenkov, he's a big basic a big dude that's like six six five like 240 kind of a another Voronkov type of a player he'd be representing them and then uh they markov and then they have like one other russian player that would probably be playing for team russia if russia was in yeah. that's a real shame we won't get to see mitchkov yeah yeah that would have been sick too um yeah, I hope that the that they're going to be doing well with that pick. I forget who ended up picking them up. Then was it? Um, it was Philly. Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hartsy. Hartsy has Mishkov. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this uh, you know, double IHF tournament. Check it out. Like I said, it's on um NHL Network. Uh, at least that's where I've been watching it. I think you might be able to watch it, maybe for free some other places. I don't particularly know. Um, but check it out. It's going to be going on until January 7th. It'll be a fun time. So, all right, Wine, you got to tell us since uh, you, you got to tell us about Ohio State legend Mason Lori since you were, weren't on last week. And we're talking about prospects. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Um, Mason Lori. Um, he did get sent down again, sadly. But <sighs> Did he get to play while he was up? Yeah, he. Play, I, I thought he played pretty well. I mean, I just think that. You know, there's too many NHL defensemen that we have, really. I mean, um, I talked about the goal he scored against the Islanders, right? I think I did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they just wanted to give him some more minutes in Providence. Yeah, better for him to get more playing time than that to sit on the bench. Especially when they're that young for their development, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we saw uh, Vincent do that with some of the guys already this year as well. Uh, well, you never know what happens. Maybe some trade, a trade will happen near deadline, or maybe you know, unfortunately, people yeah. do get injured more often, um, and maybe they'll get yeah. another chance here soon. It'd be cool to see. And I think next, I think next year there'll be more opportunities to get into the Bruins' top six. <laughs> Definitely, and even you know, uh, going through like a full camp, another camp with him too. Maybe he'll just end up, you know, being in the, uh, in the line in the regular lineup. Maybe Sweeney's will get rid of Grizzly like he should. Maybe what? I said maybe Sweeney will get rid of Grizzly like he should. I was just curious at the name. Sweeney's. Sweeney's. It's it's Sweeney, but you know. Yeah. Uh, decisions are sweetest. 
What <laughs> what also ends in enus? Weenus. Yeah. yeah. Cleanest. Leanus. <laughs> uh right on. So real quick, um yeah, let's talk about a little bit. So we talked about the guys who were healthy again, Searson, etc. Uh, unfortunately, we saw um, Sean Corrali go off the ice uh, during that uh, last game. Yeah. And what had happened, it appeared that uh, the hit wasn't what, what did it, I don't think. He got kind of sandwiched between two guys, but it didn't seem like that was that, that heavy of a hit. It's Sean Corrali. He's not going to go down easy. Even if you actually hurt him, he does, he's probably not going to show up much at all. He's a tough motherfucker. Um, and so it seemed like a stick hit him in the abdomen um, and, and possibly uh, knock the wind out of him. Uh, it was reported that he had a panic attack-like incident as he was going down the tunnel as well, which getting the wind knocked out of you could induce that very easily. Uh, also, like depending on how it felt in your stomach, you kind of start freaking out. Like, you know, I have had abdomen pain severely that puts me in the hospital before. So sometimes if you start feeling something weird down there, it starts making your mind go like, oh, shit. Oh shit, mm-hmm. not again. You know, so who knows? You know, we never know what exactly everyone's dealing with too. Um yeah. any sort of like little bumps and stuff like that. So right. I've yeah. heard he's doing well, but not gonna be in tonight's lineup. And when I see when I saw that hit in live action, I didn't I didn't think much of it. And then you see the replay, and there's like a whole bunch of like mixed emotions for me because you see him get hit. And then his head go his head goes back like this, and you're like, "Ooh, that's not good. That's not a good hit." But then, like Sean Corral, he's like a tough son of a bitch, and like he just he doesn't get knocked down, and he stays up, and then he goes and plays the puck and makes a play. So you're like, okay, it, it must be not that bad. And then when he makes a play, make you know playing the puck, then he falls down, and that's like, okay, ooh. Ooh, maybe it's actually pretty bad there. So it's just it for me personally, it was just a inter- whole bunch of interesting um, emotions that I had there when I saw that hit going from mm, I don't think it's that bad of a hit to ooh yeah that's actually a pretty bad hit to well maybe it's not that bad of a hit because he didn't fall down he took it the hit like a champ and he played the puck and then he goes down and it's like okay maybe it's maybe it's actually pretty bad here. He did, he did get hit by the puck as well, too, there. Yeah. There's a lot that went on. Yeah. I don't know necessarily think that I can blame it on the hit as much as everything else. Like, all the little other things you mentioned. It's like, yeah, first you're like, huh. Then you look closer, and it's kind of disturbing because the way he went down and went off the ice. I've just never really seen Curls do that. Like, he's probably one of the toughest guys on the team. He's not afraid of hardly anything I've ever seen. So... Um, hope he's doing well. Hope he's doing uh, back in the lineup here soon. Uh, he currently is uh, listed on IR from December 23rd. So that would put him at the very least back. Um, oh, wait. He's not on the IR. He's just. I thought he was day to day. Yeah, it's considered day-to-day. So, yeah, maybe we'll see him here soon. There's going to be two games before the new year, or three games, two games. And then the third game is going to be January 2nd. I'm going to be at that game, too. 
Well, uh, I'll go to the well, Caps game last week. I'll talk about that a little bit here in a bit. Well, three, because there's one today. But after oh. this, it'd be two. But gotcha. besides the point. <laughs> yeah. No, Not a um, lot of games to go before January gets here. Yeah. And it's just – it's faster and faster every single freaking year. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, talk real quick about the other injuries we have. Uh, still, uh, another one that was put on the IR as of uh, retroactive to December 21st is Nick Blankenberg. Uh, good old glass bones blanks. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, he plays with so much freaking heart and so much, mm-hmm. uh, he leaves it all on the ice. But um, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, that lends itself to being, um, lend him to being injured. Uh, unfortunate. It's listed as an upper body injury. Yeah, he's in an inch. Nick Blankenberg is just in a interesting situation because um, it it's like because of that balls to the wall, hundred percent, never give up attitude. You fucking love that. And he got that dog in him. <laughs> he does have that dog in him. Like he really does. He really does. And. That's a and it, that helps out the Blue Jackets a lot. You can tell there's a difference when he's playing for the Blue Jackets, and that's why that at that a hundred percent balls to the wall, never give up, quit attitude is why he played hockey at Michigan. It is why he's playing for the Monsters, and it's why he's playing for the Blue Jackets. He was the captain at Michigan too. A captain at Michigan too. So like. All this stuff, so that 100% balls to the wall, never give up attitude, is because that is why he is where he is today. But on the flip side of that, like you said, Hefty Duck, he, because of that 100% balls to the wall, never give up attitude, he gets hurt a lot more than he probably should. So it's, you know, Dale brought this up in one of our shows we did this past summer, which is, how do you tell a guy to maybe settle it down a bit when that's who he is and how do you get that's how he got to the NHL. How do you do that? Because you're going to have to. You're going to have to say, we appreciate your 100% balls to the wall, never give up attitude. But if you want to stay playing for us and playing for us, we need you to just kind of just settle it down a bit and pick your moments. So he's just kind of in an interesting spot there. Yeah. Well, and one thing to look at is like he he's he's young-ish. He maybe seems a little younger than he is due to the, to the not being in the NHL for like a long time. He's twenty five years old though, yeah. So he's you know it's not like he's David Yurichek who's twenty. Uh, Johnson's tw- only twenty one, and it's not that big of a difference. But there is a difference. Um, he is uh just a little bit older. I mean, for instance, let's take Trey Fitzwilliamski. He's twenty four. He's a year younger than Blanks, and I would have put. I would have just, without knowing their ages or anything, I would have maybe thought that TFW was maybe a little bit older or something. We'll talk about him here in just a second too. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's just it's interesting. Like like Bemstrom's a year younger than Blanks, and this is only to put this in perspective for people. This is not like I'm dogging on him. Like like dude, like well, obviously Bemstrom's a forward, so obviously he's gonna have more points, duh. But um, you know, uh, just just to to think about it, like he's he's. He's not. He's not like a young kid, you know. He's not nineteen. He's not eighteen. Um, he is a you know a full grown uh, man, and 
it, it, you just got to be real about it. If you're injured, you're not helping the team. Mm-hmm. When you are helping the team, it's amazing. But um, it's just not yeah. like it's just not and good. I feel it's like not in general, that's something that I think that's something that plagues CBJ in general in recent seasons. It's just that you have too many injury prone guys, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. One that comes to mind right now is unfortunately Patrick Line. Um, yeah, he's, he's still out me. now. You can't um, prevent a broken clavicle. I mean, shit. Like uh, I mean, it's such <laughs> a common inju- uh, injury, like even outside the NHL. Um, Bokus is out with the shoulder. I believe that's what ha- was wrong with him last year. Um, was a shoulder injury. Um, Jenner's still out with a his jaw being broken. Uh, I believe that he'll be he's projected to be back sometime in mid January. Um, and then Jack Rosovic too. Uh, Rosie was having a pretty good year. He's another yep. four to six weaker, so he should be getting back here anytime soon. Anytime from now until you know the probably first second week of January. So they'll be back, and that will help. Um, yeah, you're not you're not wrong, Ryan. In in that injuries have play, been a plague for us for a while. Now, at the same time, I do believe that for some of these more minor things, like take Sean Corrali, for instance, if we're fighting for a playoff spot, um, like really hard, if it was close to the end of the year and we needed every single last little game we could, I believe more people would be more inclined to play harder, uh, a little bit injured. But since we're not really in that position, dude, take the time, heal yourself completely. It sucks, but we you, we need to push hard to get better. But we don't necessarily need to re-injure or like make injuries worse right now. There's no point, yeah. in my opinion. And we eventually there was we were gonna get to a point to where guys like Veron uh, Kopp and uh, guys like Veron Kopp and Fantilli and a bunch of other guys would have played higher up in the lineup. It would have gone to that point, but without all these injuries, it would have happened at a slower pace. But because of all these injuries, it's to a certain degree, it's forced the Blue Jackets to do something that maybe they're these guys aren't quite ready yet. But to their credit, when thrown in the, into this, you know, somewhat uh, situation that's kind of hard for these guys, they played really well. So credit to them for doing it for in a kind of a tough situation. So. It's exciting to see the rushing line has been fun. Fantilli has been fun to see in a much more first line, second line role. Would have gotten there with eventually with all these injuries, but it's tough situations. But it's great to see these guys thrive in situations when they're thrown when they're thrown in there. Yeah, and that's exactly it too. I mean, they're just thrown in. Like, yes, some of these guys would have gotten opportunities to play this year. But same with like last year when we saw, you know, some people being in for the entire year that maybe wouldn't have were everyone healthy. Um, they're just, you know, they're thrown in there maybe before they're, they're thrown to the wolves. And sometimes it works out well and sometimes it doesn't. Um, anyway, Vronkov has been working out very well. I love to have him on the team. Um, so real quick, I'm going to go ahead and do our ad read. Uh, and then I want to talk just a tiny little bit about the Cleveland Monsters. I forgot to bring this up with you guys before the game, but I just want to go over some, some milestones that were reached really recently. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. All right, I will see you guys here on the other side of this little uh, promo vid. 
All right. As always, we're going to be looking up some uh, some NHL odds here. So, of course, for the Blue Jackets game, it says 7.08 p.m. here on DraftKings for puck drop. Uh, on the puck line, we got the Blue Jackets at a plus 1.5 uh, and a Devils at a negative 1.5. Uh, so they're both a negative 10 on the puck line. Um, I'm going to skip the over-under for right now because, well, okay, over-under is 7, and uh, Jackets are a plus 110, and Devils are a minus 130 for that. So you know the Jackets games can end up being scored high even when they win. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, money line, let's see. Jackets are not favored in this. Uh, they're a plus 215 up against the Devils. I have a negative 265. So it is what it is, you know. It's the uh, it's the game that's going to be coming on right after this show that we're going to all go watch. And uh, good luck to the Jackets in that one. Yep. Um, yep. They're playing in uh, in New Jersey, so that definitely always gives the home team a little bit of an advantage. Uh, so good luck to them with that. You know, we got Severson returning home for the first time. Always, you know, and John Goudreau's probably going to get booed when he touches the puck, you know, and, and so on. Um, Real quick, let's uh, since we always like to talk about uh, our other members' teams here, let's talk about the Bruins. They're going to be playing the Sabers tonight, um, and the Bruins are a minus one point five on the puck line, plus one fifty four, and then the Sabers are a plus one point five on the puck line, minus one eighty five. So um, Bruins seem to be favored on the money line to win, minus one fifty five against the Sabers, plus one thirty. Uh, you know, good luck to the Bruins. The Sabers, I just would rather yeah, see the lose again. I, I um, don't know about that though, because they haven't been playing too good lately. <laughs> well, sure, but at the same time, you know, the, I think the Bruins also learned from last year, maybe about the, you know, they won the Presidents Trophy. I think that that may have worn them out a tiny bit. As long as they're in the playoff picture, I don't think they should stress that much. Um, but I totally get it. Is there any other teams anyone wants to hear about real quick before I move on? Lions. The what? The Lions. I had a brain dead moment. Excuse me. Uh, you're good. We're doing NHL. Uh, but, 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 uh, but the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 800 Gambler. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus ages varied by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bits expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Yes. Um, so that responsibly. Um, Bengals and Browns fighting for a playoff spot. Obviously, the Blue Jackets play. Cavs. Uh, Ohio State's playing in the Cotton Bowl this upcoming Friday. Last up. Yeah. In the Ohio in the Ohio sports world, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to a little bit of football. It's not my biggest thing I watch, but I always like these big games. It always makes you know. Uh, it reminds me of like growing up. You know, it's my family was 
more football watchers than hockey. And I always gives me a little bit of a nostalgic feeling uh, for that. And uh, yeah, and soon enough, we're going to have baseball. Baseball's right around the corner. Uh, it's been heating up this year. Uh, I believe the Reds are going to be 18 to watch for sure. Uh, right. The Reds are, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> right now, I didn't like some of the moves in the offseason, but we'll get there when we get there as well, too. So, um, speaking of Cleveland, um, so I want to talk about the Cleveland Monsters for just a hot second. Uh, and specifically, Trey Fix Wolanski. Trey Fitz- Fix Wolanski has the most goals, I believe of any Monsters player ever. And he also has the most points of any Monsters player ever at 24 years old. So yeah, he's been playing for them for what, like six years? Like, has he been playing since he was 18? He's probably playing four to six years right now. I'm yeah, not- I think so. Um, you know, I can, uh, I can check that really quick here. I just about to see something. Um, so... This only has his NHL stats. Oh well, whatever. Anyway, I and you know he's one of my favorite uh, short kings. I've always mentioned that. I'd love to see him in the uh, lineup again at some point. Oh yeah, Chubbwobble Hub twenty four says Merry Christmas, boys. Thank you. Merry Thanks for being here. Thanks for the uh, comments. I always appreciate it. Um, what just happened? Oh, oh, and how come you keep crapping in and out? Me, I don't know. That's the way she goes. Um, so yeah, he is both uh, the points and goal leader for uh, for the Cleveland Monsters. So he would be. This would be his. He was drafted seventh round overall. I'm sorry, two hundred fourth overall. Uh, but he's played for the Edmonton Oil Kings as well, uh, amateur team. So anyway. Love to see it. You know, it's always good to have something that, once again to celebrate for uh, when the team's not maybe doing always doing the best uh, as well. So looking forward to more TFW. Like I mentioned before, he's only 24 years old. We could very well see him on NHL ice more often in the future. So excellent. Yeah, but his, his issue is like many people in the Blue Jackets organization is that where are you going to put him, though, because – there's so many spot people, players with so little spots, and who are you going to take out of the lineup to put him in? And unfortunately for him, the answer is you're not taking anybody out for him because everyone else is just playing too good right now. Yeah, yeah, which is really? a nice problem to have. Yeah, problem. Um, not like we're like capitalizing on that a whole hell of a lot right now, but it is what it is. We move onwards, and. Uh, onwards and upwards. So, um, yeah. Speaking of, you know, him being the points leader overall for the Cleveland Monsters, let's talk about the recent um, points leaders because things have been mixing up in the past couple weeks. For a long time there, Boone Jenner was on top uh, of the points leaderboard. No surprise as he's, you know, playing the position of number one center. Um, and, you know, he has... A, some assists and, and 13 goals, but unfortunately he's been sidelined with that jaw injury. So currently, you know what? I'm just going to share my screen. Actually, I'm going to present this. This is going to be from hockey reference.com. Uh, one of my favorite uh, hockey sites. There is very accurate type stuff. So let's check this out. We got 
Uh, Zach Wrenski on top right now with uh, 25 points. That's not a surprise to me. Uh, it may be interesting that you know a um, a defenseman is our top point lead, points leader, but when you see Zach Wrenski in the style of play he has, it's understandable. Um, also, Wrenski, one year older than. Never mind. I'm gonna leave it where it's at. Wrenski's 26 years old. He's got plenty of years left. Uh, you know, in the NHL here, he only has one goal. He's got 24 assists. The dude is a playmaker. He's been making moves happen. He's a plus one. Uh, you know, for, I think plus minus is much more telling of a defender, maybe because it's like you, kind of your fault if they score on you um, more often. Got a couple penalty minutes this year. Um, 87 shots on goal. That is the second most I see right here past uh, Fantilli. So after Wenski, we got to talk about this guy a little bit. We got to talk about Johnny Goodrow. Dude has been on fire. He has a five-game point streak going on right now. He went from he was down here in like 15th, 16th, like like two weeks ago, and he's all the way up here uh, with 22 freaking points now. Uh, six goals, 16 assists. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, is is uh, did he back? Are people going to stop complaining now? Clearly, he is playing much better. Yes, he didn't get off to a good start, and yes, that wasn't good, and I understand why people didn't like it, but it's clearly off to a much better start now, and it's great to see him play that way. And I honestly think a lot of it has to do with him being more motivated once Pascal Vincent benched him. And that's another people want to say, you know, that oh, accountability, accountability, we need that. And Pascal Vincent does that. And all of a sudden, you people are goofballs and you're silly and you're freaking out. Like, oh like my God, why is, he do why is he doing the accountability thing? Even though we said we wanted it, but, you know, ignore that, whatever. I also, so that's, he's got more motivated since he got benched, so that helps. But I also think him being on the same line with Adam Fantilli and Justin Danforth has really helped him out a lot. And, yeah. and, I, and I know a lot of people, they want to question why Justin Danforth is on the first line. And I can understand why you feel that way. But Aaron Portsline put it perfectly in a tweet a couple days ago, which was, that, which was this. I'm paraphrasing the tweet, but it was basically this. What's something that Adam Fantilli and Johnny Gaudreau need? Much like an experienced line they, mate. They need an experienced line mate, but also they need someone that's going to go do the dirty work and go win board battles and go get the puck back. And this isn't yeah. to say, and this this isn't to say that Adam Fantilli or Johnny Gaudreau can't do those things. They can. We've seen them do it. However, though, that's not the first thing that you're asking of those guys. You're asking those people to be offensive players first and then defensive players and everything else second. Justin Danforth is more, he can give you offense, but he's more the, the defensive guy, the grinder, that's going to go get that puck along the board, win the board battle, and get the puck back to those people. And that's why I think it's worked a lot more, and it's been a much more better line, and we're getting production out of all three of those people on this line because it just works together. Yeah. No, I'd have to agree with that. It's been looking good in that regards here lately. Um, and then, of course, we got to show some love to the Russian line. Um, I'm going to buzz through these real quick because I have a, a question that's probably going to take a little bit of time on our answers here for you all, too. 
Um, of course, we have Marchenko coming up uh, with 13 goals, 8 assists, 21 points. He is currently the fastest Blue Jackets player uh, ever to have reached the 30-goal mark. Amazing. Not 30 points, 30 goals. Um, he beat out Rick Nash for that, I believe. Right. So good for him. Then we got Fantilli. Um, you know, he's been having a hell of a year. Uh, very, very talented player. Love seeing him on that line too. Because uh, he, he's kind of like a mix between Dan Forth and, and, uh, and Goudreau, you know. He's very tough, not afraid to battle it out with people if he has to. Um, but then also the silky smooth hands. You know, he's just he's an amazing player. Um, then right after him, we have another defenseman, uh, Ivan Provorov. He's got 19 points. He's got two goals and 17 assists. Pretty impressive for a defenseman. Uh, our second D-man in points currently. Uh, then we have Boone Jenner. Like I said, he's currently out. Uh, we, all, we all know that he's got 18 points still. He will for a while. But something interesting is in the same amount of games, Dmitry Voronkov, 29 games, has one point less than Boone Jenner. And Dmitry Voronkov is his first year in the NHL. Uh, Boone Jenner is a hell of a player. I wouldn't probably trade him for hardly anything. Um, right. you know. But we got um, Mr. Voronkov coming in and just absolutely laying waste for it. I'll just finish off these top 10 real quick. Um, Chinikov, of course, right after Vronkov. It's no s- surprise that him, Marchenko, and uh, Vronkov are all here. And Justin Danforth. Um, <clears throat> then tied for 10th is Eric Branson and Cole Sillinger. I have seen Cole Sillinger step it up his game in the last few weeks as well. Um, you know, definitely still young. He's only 20 years old. Uh, just a reminder for those of you out there. Um, and he's been doing a lot better since he, <clears throat> since his first start of uh, the season. So, uh, looking forward to seeing how these change over time here. Um, <clears throat> holy yeah. shit, who's typing? I will um, kick you. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, but seriously. Um, so, yeah, there's some. Um... We uh, So, Owen, Sorry, are willing you have, Owen, are willing you have anything to add? Um, well, <clears throat> it's not surprising for me to see that Marchenko's got 30 goals just from seeing him play in the KHL. He's had that pro hockey experience coming over, but the Russian line is just insane right now. I think it's our best line. I think it's been the best line in a couple of years. Right. Can't split them up. Who's no. eating right now? I'm going to punch you in the dick. I agree um, with Cohen said. Cool. Well, so I have a question for everyone then. Um, so as the um, title of this episode is a Christmas Christmas wish list, um, I'd like to know. There's just a bunch of noise coming from someone. Sorry, it's super distracting me right now. Um, I would. Uh, I'd like to know what everyone in this coming year. Would wish for. I mean, obviously, Christmas was two days ago. But what what would you wish for the new year? From what you would you like to see from the Blue Jackets, and maybe how? How do you get there? Okay. Well, um, first things first. I'd say Elvis Merzlikens, I like you. You've been a good boy for the Blue Jackets this season, and you've kept your cool much better. That's been an issue for you, and you've done a much better job about that. But unfortunately, I'm you pissed away a game that the Blue Jackets should have had because you let you lost your cool. 
you played right into Tom Wilson's game. Tom Wilson does dirty hits and cheap shots, and he knows that he does that, and he wants you to react to that. And you reacted to that, and it cost the Blue Jackets a game, and I don't like that. So what I would say, my first one being is you've done so well, you've done it so well being a good goalie for the Blue Jackets this season and keeping your cool. You need to keep doing that because now the next time the Blue Jackets play the Capitals, they know, Tom Wilson knows, that you can screw with Elvis Merzlikens and get at him. And I don't play him anymore this year. Not that it matters, but I get what you're saying. It could, it, I don't know, next season, if Elvis Merzlikens is still with the team, now Tom Wilson knows that he can do this to him, and that's going to hurt the Blue Jackets. So my first thing is just don't let, don't please don't do stupid stuff like that again. Please, please don't. I understand why you felt that way, and that wasn't good to what Tom Wilson did and everything, but please don't do stupid stuff like that again. There's a time and place for that, and what you did, that's not the place to do it. It's just, it's just not. But continue your good play and continue to keep your cool. You've shown you can do it. Just keep doing that. Um, another thing is what we've already seen, but I, you know, wanted to keep it going, which is just more, the more consistent, promising play that we're seeing right now. You know, Pascal Vincent talks about it in press conferences that it's there, it's coming, and some people didn't like hearing that, and I can understand why. But Pascal Vincent is right. We are seeing it. It is there. It's slowly building itself up. So more of that. I want to see more of that. I want to see it continue, and I don't see why there's a reason it can't continue. Obviously, just keep the Russian line going. That's been fun to watch. Adam Fantilli, keep going. You've been fun to watch. And then um, I'm interested to see when Gavin Brindley comes to the Blue Jackets, whether that be, you know, once he's done with the Michigan this season, maybe he spends time with the Monsters, then comes to the Blue Jackets. Maybe he spends another year at Michigan and then comes to the Blue Jackets. We don't know. But that's I'm interested to see how that works out. When does Gavin Brindley come join the Blue Jackets? And um, just keep going, Blue Jackets. There's, I know it's not the greatest right now, but there are some positive signs, and we can see it. You are playing better. You just got to try your best and keep going and be competitive. You know, the Reds didn't make the playoffs last season, but that was a fun season is that for the most of that season, they were a competitive team fighting for a playoff spot. They went on a 12-game winning streak, and they just missed out. Yeah. So that's the, that's the kind of season that if the Blue Jackets, I'm not saying they're making the playoffs, but that if, you know, the, the kind of season you could want from the Blue Jackets, if they're not going to make the playoffs, you want it to be kind of like what the Reds just had. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah. At least, like, you know, help calm some fans down, maybe. Not pointed at anyone. No. Or is it? Owen. What would you like to see? Uh, well, sorry, Kev, was there anything else on your Christmas list there? My Christmas list? Uh, well, I... 
I I mean this somewhat in the joking way, but not joking at the same time. Like more player, hey, Yarmo slash JD slash everyone else from the Blue Jackets organization, uh, more players from like Michigan slash Russia. <laughs> Let's do it. Love it. Yeah, right. Owen, uh, what's your Christmas list? My Christmas list, um, for the Jackets at least, I'm hoping, I'm praying for an interim GM. Yes. I'm yes. hoping. Um, we need something. We need a spark in the organization, I think. Something, I mean, we can sit here and talk about they're playing better. You know, we just got to hang on. It's like, you know, there, there still can be stuff that can, you know, change in the front office to make us better. Even, well, even if it doesn't, yeah, or make us feel better as fans. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that Yarmo's time is done, but I'm saying Yarmo's time is probably close to done. I would agree with that. So, maybe an interim GM would be nice for the fans. If not, then okay. Um, yeah, I'm already disappointed as it is. <laughs> We are running a little bit short on time, though, too. So let's move it on over to uh, anything else. Sorry, that you wanted? No, I just want an interim GM. That's fair. All right, William. What uh, what would you like on your Blue Jackets Christmas wish list? I have two small, easy little things here. For us to get five hundred point five hundred, and does not doesn't have to be this season. But like next season, okay. fair. And then an outdoor game. Also fair. Awesome. Well, <laughs> now that we have, uh, well, now that we have Ted, Ohio State President Ted Carter, and the news come that seems more and more likely because he's a hockey guy that likes hockey and uh, does not use plumbing excuses like Gene Smith does. And isn't it something that? For all these years, we get, oh, no, Gene Smith says, oh, no, we can't have hockey games at the shoot because derp, 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 plumbing excuses. But all of a sudden, Gene Smith says he's leaving, and then come Ted Carter, and it's like, oh, actually, we can. We can actually do it because more and more reports keep coming out that the NHL is looking at having hockey games at the shoe, and it just kind of makes you wonder, hmm, let's, hmm. Those plumbing excuses were, man, yeah, bullshit. Just, you know, just Do what you not like money? Play. Like, what the fuck? Not yeah. Like money. It, you know, so it, it, it's just it's just amazing to me how all yeah, these yeah. years we just can't do it because derp, 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 plumbing excuses. But Gene Smith says he's leaving and Ted Carter comes in and all of a sudden we can totally have it. Like, it's totally okay. Why do you keep turning reduce mic background noise off? Why I keep turning it on for a reason. Oh, I don't, I don't know. It's cool. I just keep hearing background noises. Anyway, on to you, Wyan. I know that you are primarily a, a, Bru- a Bruins fan. So, um, is there any NHL related uh, anything on your Christmas wish list as far as hockey is concerned? Yeah, I actually do have one for the Blue Jackets. Um, <clears throat> I wish for Patrick Line to get healthy, stay healthy, and return to form. Please. Yeah. Because he's 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 been one of my favorite players even since his Winnipeg days. 
Um, he's just super fun to watch when he's going. Oh, yeah. And the fact yeah. that his career has basically been derailed by injuries at this point is pretty sad to see. So I wish that he returns to his Winnipeg form pretty soon here. Okay. I agree. And then I also, I also wish for Matthew Pato to win gold with Team Canada. That's right. <laughs> hey, that's fair. What, 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 what can you tell us about him, Lion? Well, he definitely has the hockey IQ. Um, he makes smart plays all the time. He wins board battles. He makes smart decisions with the puck. Um, so, and he, also, he actually scored the 10th goal of the game today to make it 10 nothing Canada. Damn. That's so, cold. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> cold. But yeah, oh, it's just, man. it's obvious that he has the smarts to succeed. And then, obviously, I wish for the Bruins to win a Stanley Cup. If not this year, then next year. <laughs> yeah, good luck in that endeavor. I mean, for real, I was really disappointed how the, That's they ended up in one. the playoffs last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I was so disappointing. I do agree with you, Lyon, what, what you said of Patrick Lyon, is that he, obviously, his entire career in the NHL, he's been so good. And with the Blue Jackets, he's had moments where he just looked really awesome. And, you know where he, he scores a goal with that great shot, and like, oh, that, that's a great shot, and you can see that great player that he is, and he's shown it for the Blue Jackets. And the 2021-2022 season, he went on a run where it's like 10 points in 18 games, and most of those, you know, points or goals, so, like, you can see it, it's there. You just got to keep it cons- more consistent. So I do agree with what you said there, Ryan. Yeah. No, very, very uh, valiant wish list you got. Um, Blue Jackets so, win the Stanley Cup sometime in the future. <laughs> uh, I have my wish list real quick. So I'll make this quick because we're, we're, you know, we got a game to watch here very soon that I'm excited for. Um, so personally, I'm going to, there's many, many things I could say about the team. There's many things I could say about the organization, uh, which I love the organization as a whole. I love the team. Um, but, uh, you know, not, not just recently. Um, this is going to sound pointed, but it's really not. Uh, well, maybe a little bit. But, like, uh, the, the fans have been having a rough time. Not just recently, like I said. And they've been having a rough time for, I mean, three seasons now. And it's really starting to show, I believe. Uh, this is personally why I think something just needs to happen kind of drastically like you know like like owen said a, maybe an interim gm or something to at least throw them a bone it's not necessarily like yarmo's doing the worst job i've ever seen of any gm ever not not at all right. um he's had some great years but um just to mix it up just to give the fans something to look at and be like okay they're working on it or okay they're moving in a different direction. Hopefully we can iron this out here in the, in the future, in the close future. And it's just rough to see because, you know, I have friends who aren't agreeing with friends, uh, which is fine. Different opinions is fine. But um, when there's like legitimately um, people um, like actually fighting on the, on the timeline, it, it gets pretty, um, pretty annoying and pretty old to watch personally just because we all we're all here for the same reason we're all here for the same team 
we all spend our money in a similar way for the team. Um, and none of us are any less uh, for doing that at all. And I just wish that in this new year, we can just all look forward uh, to something new and um, just get the fuck along. So anyway, that's that's my wish list. Like I said, I could, I could go on forever with the Blue Jackets things, but I'd like to start doing closing things. So Kevin, is there anything that you want to talk about yet real quick? Uh, oh, well, um, well uh, the, the latest uh, Kepi winner. <clears throat> so let's quickly get that one in there. Um, Kirill Marchenko, he's the latest Blue Jackets player to have the cappy because, well, he had a hat trick when the Blue Jackets played in Buffalo. And there were other good players that game where you could have given the cappy to, but it's kind of hard to not give the cappy to the dude that had, you know, the hat trick. So that's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just kind of how it is. So it'll be interesting to see um, which Blue Jackets player gets the cappy next, who Kirill Marchenko gives it to. We'll just, have to see so they'll be uh uh interesting to to find out how uh how how that goes so um oh and uh, you know i'll just throw this out as a teaser um last week on the show we showed some fun mascot shenanigans videos and uh i have found some more mascot shenanigans videos that i want to show on the show next week so uh, I'll be I'll be doing that. So stay tuned uh, to our show next Wednesday when uh, I show you some more fun mascot shenanigans videos. <laughs> Hell yeah! Looking forward to it. Um, cool. Yeah, don't forget. Um, Union, Union Blue Soldiers. Oh, oh yeah. So I'll I'll just get this out of the way quickly. So as like they do every time. There's a, yeah. Um, there's my brother's dog, Cooper. So like they do every show, there's a picture of my brother's dog, Cooper. And I saw him uh, recently. So that's great. So there's my brother's dog, Cooper. Hell so yeah, there's, brother. there's that. Uh, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe. You should totally do that. And, um, you know. For the laughter and the memes, just wear this suit again, Zach Wierenski. And the Blue Jackets won a lot of games when you wore that suit during the 2016-2017 season. Uh, you know, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, check out Union Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets-themed group that I help run. Also, the scarf is in the background, too. So, But uh, check out Union Blue Soldiers, a fun Blue Jackets-themed group that uh, I run. A lot of fun stuff stuff planned for the future. Vamos. Oh, we uh, are currently missing Wyan, but uh, uh, Bjork, you got anything to add here at the end? I think he might have froze up too. No, um, I was muted. Um, Yeah, just listen to Lance. Don't do what I did on Twitter the other day. Follow you on Twitter because you're following cool. me on Twitter, though. This account. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry. Can't help myself. <laughs> um, Follow cool. all of my burners. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
York Swag on Twitter. He's fun. He's cool. And he shit posts. And he's a fun guy. Go check him out. A fun guy like a mushroom? Yeah. It's cool. Uh, right on. Hey, uh, William, you got anything else here you want to say at the end? Um, follow me on Twitter and TikTok. That one's CBJ fan. Follow the Brew Jackets TikTok account, Brew Jackets Pod. Join the FHL. Um, shout out to Bruins YN on Twitter. And don't do what Owen did. That's all I got to say. <laughs> don't do what Owen did. Or me, <laughs> don't do what I did. Hey, if you're not going to live by example, at least live by example what not to do. Trouble Hub, thank you for joining us this entire time. He says, have a good night. Happy New Year's. Go CBJ. Bless. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm going to have to turn this game on like right away after this is over. So I hope you all have a very good New Year as well. Hope you, I hope everyone had a good Christmas holiday season. Uh, yeah. You know, if you celebrate uh, Kwanzaa, that is currently going on right now. If you celebrate Hanukkah, I'm not sure if that's ended or not. I think it did. But um, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa to y'all. And that's it. I don't have anything more to add uh, because I want to go watch this game. So um yeah. yeah, we'll see you all here in one week from today, as always. Uh, keep an eye out uh, through this new year. Uh, we may be occasionally changing the time of start, depending on like how when people can make it from work and stuff like that. So just keep an eye out on our Twitter. Don't forget to follow, like, and hit the buttons wherever your, your buttons reside. Um, and, yeah, give us a follow. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget code THPN for DraftKings. And we will see you <coughs> next week. Peace.